Hello there, welcome back to the Library of Audio Fiction, where we have dramas, books, stories, actual plays, and a few other things. I'm the Acquisitions Librarian, responsible for collecting and cataloguing all of the new podcasts. So the first thing I've been listening to this week is Read Dracula. Now this is a podcast essentially inspired by the Dracula Daily, which was a, which is an email subscription, which essentially releases blocks of text associated with distinct chapters of the book Dracula, which is written in a epistolary form, so either diary entries or letters. So the first chapter is the 3rd of May, or set in the 3rd of May, with Jonathan Harker writing a diary entry of his visit to Count Dracula, and so obviously the first email comes out on that day. Read Dracula takes that form and he said turns it into an audiobook, with each chapter released as a podcast, as an episode of the podcast, on the associated day, but adds in voice actors to read each line of dialogue, or each section as written by a given character, as that character. I'm rather enjoying it, if only because, even though I am essentially standard nerd, TM, Dracula is one of those really famous books I've never managed to get around to reading. Often you find yourself putting the classics off, because while they are classics for a reason, you wonder whether the language is a bit trickier, or not as accessible to a modern audience. In the same way that, you know, reading Shakespeare is quite difficult if you're not living in that world often enough to really get it. So I felt this was a nice cheat as a way of getting it sort of delivered to my ears rather than sitting down and reading the book itself. It comes out with quite a pace, obviously, at least in the first few chapters. I don't actually know how much it slows down, as in whether there is a sort of large gap between times at any point. I suspect probably not. I think it's probably going to stay fairly pacey. So it is one you can see yourself struggling to keep up with if you don't really listen to it as time goes on. But it's not a problem. As I say, it's pleasing when it turns up, and I've kept up to date with it quite happily. Very well produced. It's got a lot of the names you'd see as actually sort of things fairly frequently, at least in the sort of audio-drama world. So you've got Green Cronfley as Dracula, uh, Talman Ears doing a lot of the works, Stephen Indrasano, a lot of the ones you see as being fairly prolific. So it's obviously fairly well produced, but it's just a nice, relatively approachable way to essentially read the book. So if you've never really sort of picked up Dracula, give it a go. Sticking with horror, and again, sticking with people you might know, works my way through the first series of Magenta Presents. So Longcat Media are the people who do Mockery Manor, which is the fairly famous drama set in a sort of British holiday camp, sort of like Butlin, sort of like Alton Towers. Let's say more Alton Towers, which is quite well regarded for its styling, in that a lot of the themes, the background, the music, are very on point for that era and the entertainment style that came out of that. People who've seen the Alton Towers adverts in the UK will be very familiar with it how it's going. But they've moved across now to what's called Magenta Presents. This is essentially an anthology show looking at either short series or short stories. And the first one called Ghosted, I was initially attracted to because it stars Beth Ayres, who obviously is in Wooden Overcoats, one of the frankly best podcasts out there, at least in my opinion, being tremendously funny. Something to note on the Wooden Overcoats line, uh, there is a new show coming out from Rusty Quill, written by David Barnes, David K. Barnes, I think, usually, called Cry Havoc. I assume it's another sitcom of sorts, in this case set in the Roman Empire, so that will be interesting to see when that comes out. But back to Ghosted. So as I say, Beth Air plays the owner of essentially a mini hotel that's situated in an old abandoned lighthouse, which is both incredibly wet due to all the rain and theoretically haunted. Quite a clever one this, because... To avoid giving away too many things, the title has something of a double meaning. So ghosted because there is this constant threat of haunting, but also because 
Beth's character essentially ghosted a large amount of her friends and family in the past, having had something of a traumatic time at university, which may or may not have involved also ghosts, and having some of those memories of the past come back to her. Quite a lot going on in that there's several strands here that tie together quite neatly by the end of it, but very well made, very well acted. Had me questioning towards the end, which is always a good sign for a not mystery, but at least a uncertain story. And yes, this is a fairly easy recommend as the first story of the Magenta Presents. And finally, something a little silly in the form of Cat Slash Person, which is a sitcom about, well, it's a dialogue essentially between Matthew, a slightly broken post-divorcee, and Hobson, his cat. All the fun here is in the spark back and forth, and it's a pretty typical, as a cat owner, representation of the way that those conversations with yourself and a cat happen. Obviously, the cat is tremendously mean, demanding, up itself, posh, and just generally a dick. And the long-suffering owner has to just put up with it, because it's a cat. You can't really argue with them. Nice and short, this one. Uh, three episodes of about 10-ish minutes each. I think there's more coming later, which, quite frankly, I'm looking forward to. But at like a, you know, a solid half hour, one and done, quite well positioned. Doesn't feel overly long, nothing of a city's welcome. In, hit the jokes, get out. Quite a nice flow to it. And that's that. If you're interested in finding more audio fiction, it's all catalogued at audiofiction.co.uk or there's the running feed on Twitter at audiodramadebut. Anyway, cheerio.